Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode is led by Diane Masson of the Queen's Careers team and myself, Ryan Lavelle, where we will be speaking about the real-world value of work experience. Hello everyone and welcome to this short webinar looking at the importance of work experience. Um, today we're not just looking at formal work experience but all types of work experience and how to maximise um, your opportunities during your time at Queen's. So my name is Diane Masson, I'm one of the careers consultants from Careers Employability and Skills and I'm joined today by um, a current student who has participated in a number of work experience activities during his time at Queen's and he's going to join us um, in a few minutes to tell us a little bit about what he did and what, how he benefited from those experiences. So just to start off, I thought it was worth thinking about what the benefits of work experience are. And there's a whole range of benefits from undertaking a period of work experience. Firstly, it can really support your academic study. And we hear a lot when students come back from having undertaken work experience, that they come back and they've got much more self-confidence. They've been able to apply their academic learning in a real life situation. And when they come back, they're much more motivated and that can very often have an impact on their academic study and help them to perform better and be more successful in their academic study. So that's one of the benefits of work experience. Another benefit is that it allows you to develop your, your employability skills, not just the technical skills or the sector specific skills that are applicable to your particular subject area, but it also gives you the opportunity to develop those broader employability skills that are really important to graduate employers, such as communication skills, problem solving and teamwork. And by undertaking work experience, it will also help you to make career decisions and figure out what you want to do in terms of your future career, not only in terms of the sector that you want to work in, but the type of employer you want to work for and what type of employer and um, best meets your needs and your skills and your interests. So it helps you to learn as much about what you don't want to do as what you do want to do. And sometimes students will come back after a period of work experience and actually decide, do you know what, this is not an employer that I feel that I want to work for. And that's absolutely fine because that's helping you to make good career choices and to plan ahead for the future. And then finally, work experience obviously enhances your employability, enhances your, and enhances your CV because it will provide you with really concrete examples of experiences that you can talk about on your CV, on application forms and in interviews for um, graduate jobs where you can demonstrate the core competencies that employers are looking for. So what are the competencies and the skills that employers are looking for? Well, the World Economic Forum identified skills for the 21st century that they deemed to be essential for um, economic success. And firstly, they talk about foundation skills. So those are things like literacy skills, numeracy skills, scientific literacy, ICT or digital literacy, and cultural and civic literacy. They also talk about core competencies, um, which help students to approach complex challenges and complex situations. And that's your ability around your problem solving skills, your critical thinking skills, being creative and coming up with new ideas, good communication skills 
and the ability to collaborate and work as part of a team with other colleagues. And finally, they talk about character qualities or personal attributes that are really important to be successful um, in the 21st century. And that's about being curious, demonstrating your initiative, having persistence and grit and resilience and real motivation to succeed and see a task through to the end, your ability to be adaptable, to demonstrate good leaderships, leadership skills, and to demonstrate social and cultural awareness um, also. So how can you develop your employability skills? And there's lots of ways during your time at skills, you, uh, your time at Queen's, you can develop your employability skills. Placements and internships, I think the, that terminology has become quite blurred. And really, th those two different terms really are just different terms that different employers use. Some will talk about placements, some will talk about internships. They're basically periods of work experience. Placements and internships can be up to one year where students would undertake a full year industrial placement or some employers offer shorter summer placements, summer placements which normally last about eight to ten weeks. But not all students have the opportunity to undertake a placement or internship and not all students are successful in securing a placement or internship. So there are other options. You might have the opportunity to undertake a period of work shadowing or a piece of project work. So some academic programmes at Queen's have project work built in with them where you're working alongside an employer on a real world problem. And they're really valuable opportunities to develop employability skills as well. Most students also have got part-time jobs, um, working in retail, hospitality, things like that. And it's really important not to undervalue the importance of that type of work as well. Because if you're working in hospitality or retail, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with clients, you're providing good customer service skills, you're developing your communication skills, Perhaps you're working as part of a team, you're maybe developing your problem solving skills as well. So those part time jobs are really valuable opportunities to develop key employability skills. It's really all about how you articulate those experiences on your CVs and on, 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 on that interview. Volunteering can also be a really good way of um, developing employability skills and that can be volunteering within the sector that you want to work in, but it doesn't have to be. So any kind of volunteering that involves working with people will help you to develop again your communication skills, your problem serving skills and potentially your social and cultural awareness as well. And getting involved in extracurricular activities during your time at Queen's can also provide valuable opportunities to develop key employability skills. So that can be through clubs and societies um, at Queen's, or it can be things that you're involved in outside of Queen's, maybe sports, um, youth or community work that you're involved, involved in in your own community. Again, it's about working as part of a team, it's problem solving, it's potentially leadership skills. So again, but getting involved in those extracurricular activities can provide really valuable opportunities to develop employability skills. And then, of course, there's our employability programmes offered by the Career Service, um, and they're designed to help you develop key employability skills. And they are all listed on our events page. And that's really the best way to keep up to date with what's happening. And I would, and I would encourage you to have a look at those and to, to get involved. 
I want to bring in um, Ryan at this stage. So we're going to lose the, the, the slides and hopefully Ryan will be able to join us. Um, hi, Ryan. Hi, um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today for this. Um, so, so Ryan's a current student at Queen's. He's a final year student. Um, he's actually just this week had some really good news about a graduate job as well. So um, congratulations, Ryan, first of all, for, for that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. During his time at Queen's, Ryan participated in a whole range of activities from formal work experience to volunteering. He had part-time jobs as well. You've done loads of loads of different activities. So if you could just start off, I guess, by telling us a little bit about what what, what you've done, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I've sort of, I suppose, throughout my undergrad, I've hit all those sort of headings that was on the last slide, uh, placements, volunteering and so on. Um, and I suppose it all started in first year uh, when I went on a workplace study tour with the Queen's Career Service to Brussels. And that sort of shaped my direction all throughout my undergrad thereafter. Um, knew I was sort of interested in a career in law or public policy or something related from that experience. Um, and then just from there, built on my experience throughout my studies. Um, so my second year, I did a part-time internship with the Students' Union, um, which was sort of related to volunteer management. Um, then I went to Chicago on a study essay scholarship in my third year and did a lot of volunteering out there with Enactus um, and a sustainability task force in the in the sort of local town I was living in. Um, I, sh I should caveat, I mean, all of this, I've sort of worked in part-time roles as well throughout my undergrad, mainly as a barman before the pandemic, um, which I think is my proudest experience because it can be quite hectic and intense. Um, and then sort of fast forward to most recently, um, I was to do an internship in Chicago uh, with an attorney that I had gotten to know out there. But with coronavirus, I'd come home early. That was sort of cut short. And I had to think of other solutions and um, saw a virtual internship with Clifford Chance, who I've now been offered a training contract with. Um, and completed that, uh, which was a great experience. And I would definitely say virtual internships are the way forward and they are a legitimate piece of experience um, to get involved with. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just been sort of constantly dipping my toe in different things to build up skills and mainly yeah. transferable skills. So you mentioned that sort of the first thing that you got involved in was the Brussels study tour. So that's when the career service, we would take a group of students every year. Unfortunately, not last year and potentially not this year either, but hopefully it will happen again. Um, to Brussels to explore different career options. When did you do that? Was that in your second year? No, that was first year. So that was so, in your year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was around March or April I went. Um, so I was very lucky to get it my first year. Um, so I, I studied philosophy. So, I mean, I knew the onus was on me to get involved in these things and, and show that I'm proactive. Yeah. Um, so that was in my first year and that was a good basis for me going forward, I'd say. Yeah. In, in sort of figuring out what I would like to do and what I would like to pursue. 
So first year, I mean, I guess a lot of first year students would probably think it's maybe a bit early to start thinking about career at that stage. They've just got to university, they're enjoying that university experience. But, you know, what, what would your advice be in relation to that? It's never too early, I would say, um, to, to just start even researching options. Um, you don't have to necessarily go and do a whole placement in your first year, but things like employability programs are a good thing for your first year because, I mean, it's a great way to meet people. I'm still friends with uh, a few people I went to Brussels with. Um, and yeah, you can still enjoy the university experience uh, mm -hmm. and do all of this on the side as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, because the study tour is only a week maximum. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so. a week out of first year is not that long, really. Yeah. And employability programs, they don't necessarily mean going abroad either. We run a lot of employability programs. Normally in the Student Guidance Centre this year, we've moved them on all to, to virtual events. They're, they're still running, they're still there, they're still available. So there's plenty of opportunities still to get involved in things like that. And then after that, you did an internship with the Students' Union. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so because there wasn't necessarily a placement built into my degree, mm -hmm. I knew I was sort of going to apply for Study USA. Um, I, I really wanted to do something more tangible in my in my second year, so uh, I saw this opportunity with Students Union to work with Volunteer SU, um, and that was part time alongside classes, um, sort of pretty heavy schedule in second year. But that was a great experience because it was office based, and you're dealing with students and sort of external organisations to the university and different uh, types of people throughout the university as well, and. Uh, it, in my interview with Clifford Chance, actually, I spoke quite heavily about that experience. They were they were very interested in that. So um, even within the university, within the students' union, there's lots of uh, great opportunities there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that the students' union again this year have a lot of virtual volunteering opportunities, mm -hmm. which you know are, are still great opportunities for, for students to get involved and develop employability skills. Yeah. And again, Student Union website, Volunteer SU, just have a look on there and all their opportunities are advertised on there. So I suppose the study tour, the Brussels study tour in first year helped you to explore career options, find out about different roles and different um, areas that you could go into with your degree in philosophy. That sort of then led to maybe you developing a bit of interest in the legal sector and then your internship with the student union was more of an admin role which again is really important and really valuable for lots of different jobs um, but as you said then dealing with lots of different stakeholders in that role and um, dealing with students dealing with employers external agencies and that as well and then as you said you went on and once you kind of decided that it was it was law that you wanted to to get into then you were really fortunate and you got the offer of the internship with Clifford Chance which then ended up being a, a virtual internship. So again, how does a virtual internship work? I mean, what, what does that look like? Well, the Clifford Chance one is open to everyone really. Um, so it's, it's very accessible and I've sort of seen other firms take a similar approach. Um, I know the Bright Network's very good with virtual internships as well, um, but it depends. Some Sometimes it's a live internship where you're on call with with the organization and sort of working in a team the one that i did with clifford chance was more sort of pre-prepared and you set different tasks um 
and, and briefs that you can work on in your own time. So it's not, it's, a, it's also a great way to show time management and sort of independence. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and because I had, sorry, go ahead. No, that's what I was going to say. I think maybe one of the challenges of a virtual internship is that you have to really manage your own time. You have to stay motivated um, and, and meet deadlines. And sometimes that's more difficult when you're working remotely. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose working remotely too, there's, you get the feeling that maybe you can slack off here and there. Um, but you do need to keep the work up to scratch because um, it doesn't go unnoticed, I'd say. Um, but my virtual internship experience was was brilliant. Um, and, you know, Clifford Chance in particular said, look, we take it very seriously. It's, it's you know, just not a, uh, like, uh, they, they genuinely care about the experience you get from a virtual internship. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And obviously it was successful because, as we said, now you have been successful in gaining a training contract with Clifford Chance. So congratulations yet again. Thank you. Um, and you've already kind of said that you were able to talk a lot about your student union internship during your interview. Were there other experiences that you were able to draw on during that selection process? Yeah, they were also quite, um, in the written application in particular, they were very interested in extracurricular. So they had one essay question based entirely on extracurricular activities. And um, sometimes when you do a lot of extracurricular activities, it's hard to sort of pinpoint which are the most important. But um, really the point is to show the transferable skills you're, you're getting out of those. So they might not be directly related to the uh, field that you want to go into after graduation, mm-hmm. but if you can sort of take the time to reflect what you learn from from those extracurricular activities or other experiences and the transferable skills you gain from them, then, uh, you know, you're, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And did you use the, the, the career service in any way? Did you have any sort of, you know, career consultations, for example, to kind of help you with that process and help you to reflect on your experience? And I think I, I said earlier that, you know, even part-time jobs are so valuable, but it's re- it's all down to how you articulate that experience, and that's what we can help you with. Did, did you use those services? Yeah, and only for the career service, I would say. I'm very thankful to my careers consultant, Karen. Um, she was a good uh, help, and I had a mock interview with her um, before my assessment centre, and uh, as you said, with part-time work, she really helped me sort of uh, sell my part-time work as well. Yeah. I mean, Sometimes it's easy to underwrite something like bar work, which mm. is mainly what I did before the pandemic. Um, but Karen was able to help me tease out the sort of um, standout qualities that come from part-time work. Yeah. And employers love that too. I mean, you should never undervalue your <laughs> experiences. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't undervalue experiences and, and, and learn how to articulate them in the right way. And that's really what yeah. we're here to help you all with. Yeah. Okay, Ren, thank, thank you very much for um, sharing um, all of that with us. I just really want to bring it to an end now, and we hope that any of you that are watching um, find the webinar useful. Um, I think it's important to remember that not every sector will be represented at the Work Experience and Placement Fair today. Some of you might have very specific ideas about sectors or even the employers that you want to work for. But I hope that what you've learned from this webinar is that it's really important to stay open-minded. 
And there's lots of organisations at the fair today that can offer some really valuable opportunities to get experience and develop transferable skills that will help you with your future employability. Um, so it's really, now's the time, I guess, to just think outside the box and take advantage of all the opportunities that are available to you. So thank you, Ryan, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access Careers Support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.